This is Lady Talk Radio, your space for real conversations about real life and real ways to improve yours. What's up, lady? Welcome back to Lady Talk Radio. I am your host, Stacey Ray, and I am freaking stoked to welcome you back to the show. This is episode number 55 with Kyle Lipton, and this podcast, as always, is brought to you by WeAreLadyAlpha.com, our online and offline community for ambitious women, where we start conversations that empower you and help move you forward so you can have the fierce and fulfilling life you know you want. If you dig our vibe here and maybe you want to expand on this conversation, make some new amazing friends, Join us in our free online Facebook community called The Lady Posse. The link to do that is in the show notes of this episode, or you can just search us out on Facebook, The Lady Posse, and you will find us, and we will add you in, and then we will kick it. So if this is your first time tuning into the show, I want to give you the warmest welcome. You are listening in on our Masculine May series, where we are hearing from men in our communities who are sharing their expertise, their insights, their explorations on a range of topics, and most importantly, we are exploring how we can more fully understand love and stand for and with men. So make sure you're subscribed to the show, leave your iTunes reviews, and reach out. I love to hear from you. We love to hear from you. We're real people behind the show. So at any point that you are listening to this, if you are not already on the show notes page, maybe you're on iTunes or another platform somewhere, you can access the show notes by simply going to www.weareladyalpha.com forward slash five five radio. So all the links are there. All the stuff that I mentioned is there. Uh, ways to reach out. You can also just listen to the episode on that page. So it's just super, super easy. And I love easy. So it's easy. I loved having this conversation with Kyle so much. Uh, if you don't know who he is, Kyle Lipton is an embodiment coach. He's a workshop facilitator, content creator, and speaker. And he is committed to supporting people with living their legacy, not their limitations. And we spoke to that in this conversation. We really dove into the deep work that we do in our lives and diving into the container of consciously relating with our partners and all the growth and expansion that comes through that. I personally really dig that Kyle speaks to the slowing down and the vulnerability as access to connecting deeply to ourselves and our lives. So throughout this conversation, there was so many beautiful invitations, ideas, different ways of thinking about ourselves and our lives to really just start to live deeply and lovingly and intentionally. So I know you guys are absolutely going to love it. As always, I would love to hear your insights or takeaways. Feel free to send them my way. So lady, let's get into it. Hey, Kyle. Welcome to Lady Talk Radio. I'm so excited to have you on the show. Thanks for saying yes. And thanks for continuing the exploration in Masculine May with me. Super cool. Oh, thanks for having me. It's a real honor to be here. Amazing. So we're opening up these conversations with this question. Are you ready? Let's do it. Okay. What do you want women to know about men or the masculine? Oh, man, that is such a great question. Um, I want women to know that there's a lot of men out there that are perfect for them. And the more that they're able to expand and see that instead of see through the lens of what we've been conditioned or, or men just, you know, men just can't be trusted or, you know, I, I'm afraid to share my heart with a man. And, you know, I think there's a lot of conversations and stigmas around not being able to find the perfect guy, but I feel like as soon as we're able to drop that and be in a space to receive the perfect guy and really believe we're worthy of the perfect guy, um, that man will show up. Yeah. Oh, this is so good. Cause that's actually one of the things that's been coming up a lot for some of the listeners is like, where do I meet men like this Yeah. <laughs> that are coming on your show? 
And so like, what is, what is your experience been with? Cause you're, you're with a partner now. What was your experience like of sort of like navigating the personal development space, personal empowerment, all your own journey, and then coming uh, into partnership? So let me just make sure I have the question, right? So what, what has it been like being on a personal development journey and then from there meeting a partner? Mm, yeah. Um, it's been amazing. It's been really incredible. Um, and as someone whose top values are like growth and freedom, it's been a lot of that. And, um, it's been so beautiful. It's been some of the, yeah, it's been basically the deepest love I've ever experienced in my life and the most I've ever bared my heart and soul to another human being. And, uh, within that, there's been a lot of stuff, you know, when you're committed to truth and devoted to truth, everything else that's not true comes to the surface, especially when you're in a partnership where you're playing all out and you're really sharing and giving all of yourself. Um, so there's been a lot of real beautiful healing and evolution and, you know, lots of stuff that's come up in the process, but, you know, I wouldn't trade it for the world. And I'd say that, you know, as much as stuff can get hard or challenging and mirrors and it's far, the beauty far surpasses it. And, uh, the amount of love that I get to experience and just gratitude that I have someone who supported me in my evolution so much. It's, uh, it's a really beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. Yeah. It's exciting stuff. So I know that this topic is really big, right? We're talking about men, we're talking about masculinity, and it seems to be a big conversation in the world right now. And there's a lot of changes happening. I personally see anyways, around how we're sort of viewing men and, especially because this is a female based show, we, you know, we talk about a lot of things relating to to women on here, but we also want to really include men in that conversation, you know, Mm -hmm. because we really believe here that we all rise together and that men are are just like us. You know, we, we all have our own wounds. We all have our own things that we've all been, you know, conditioned to feel and, and think about ourselves in the world. What is your experience of that been like, like as you've come into more of your consciousness and really getting clear about what you believe about yourself and, and others? What, um, what were some of the, I want to say like the masks that you personally had to take down mm. or things that you notice for men? Um, so the question, things that I've noticed for men in terms of how they relate to women or just in general, what are some of the masks um, that men wear? Let's talk about just in general, like, you know, some of the, yeah. the masks that men tend to wear or that you personally found that you had to kind of move through as you totally. got more into your like authentic truth. Yeah. Um, so for me, one of my big challenges was I've always been a natural born leader, but a lot in my life, I spent a lot of time trying to fit in, trying to be liked, trying to be validated, um, whether by women or friends or just people in my life. And in doing so, it's kind of like, reminds me of the quote, don't, don't, um, ah, don't gain the world yet lose your soul. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of people, men and women in that conversation mm-hmm. and really experiencing that. And um, yeah, I had to remove a lot of masks in my life. I had to remove the mask of, you know, being humorous just to get attention or um, trying to be the masculine man. And I feel that is something that I feel like a lot of men have to face is one, wanting to be the masculine man, but two, also if you're an awakened man and someone who's really, um, on the cutting edge of your own consciousness, it's like, there's a lot of sensitivity in that mm-hmm. for a lot of men. And it can be extremely hard to balance that and to show that sensitivity. And uh, even some of our feminine side um, to a woman or to women that we're in a relationship, 
relationship with um, because we're afraid that we're not going to be perceived as man enough. We're not going to be perceived as strong as the protector. And I think um, from a women, a woman's point of view, what could be really helpful to consider is, um, you know, appreciating that side of your man, appreciating his sensitivity. Um, and I, when we criticize, you know, we get shut down when someone says, Oh, you can't feel this way, or I lose attraction to you because of your sensitivity. Um, you know, it's hard to find synergy when there's criticism Mm -hmm. and to be able to honor both aspects of both partners, I feel is a really huge thing. Um, and being able to let go of the mask and really, when you're appreciated, you're able to let go of some of these things and deeply appreciated, not appreciated for the mask that you wear, but appreciated for really the soul that you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We touched on this a little bit in the conversations and I love that you went there because this came up again when I asked the listeners just today, I was like, what do you want to hear more about? And it oh. consistently returns to, Hey, how can we hold that space for men? How can we have them feel like they can totally show up as they are? Mm. And, you know, that compassion has come up, like really just as, as we would treat anybody, any human being, man or woman, doesn't matter if somebody came to us with any kind of emotional reaction or anything that we would just hold space for them. Do Mm. you, do you see anything else as like a practice or something that we can lean into to be really, yeah, supportive in that way? Cool. Um, one thing that you can do is you can create a container. Maybe that's once a week or once every two weeks and you just check in with your partner and you guys just create a space. Maybe it's an hour or two hours and you set an intention, right? Maybe the intention is non-judgmental, totally loving space and supportive for both of your evolution. And within that intention, you're able to share and really just share your heart and share your feelings and share maybe triggers that have come up for you and share things that have come up for you. And even when we have that consistent space to check in with each other, that can actually help a lot, um, a lot more synergy and flow happen rather than being in a relationship to where two months later, you're backed up on all your resentment (laughs) load because someone like forgets to pass the salt or something. Yes. And um, so I think checking in can be really powerful and uh, you can actually even coming into the intention, like, Hey, I really want to learn a lot more about my partner today. That's exciting. Mm, you're like a, yeah. you're like a treasure chest. And the more that I, you know, dig deep, the more that I'm able to discover. Mm. Um, so I think that's really powerful. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> Bring. Um, oh, I really, I really hear you in that too. And I feel like it's that depth that I think so many of us are craving anyways. We, yes. we would love to, you know, no, 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 it's all good. Okay. We want, we're pretty candid on this show. My dog makes debut appearances on the okay. show quite often. And awesome. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, I feel like that depth is what we're all craving. Like, you know, women are consistently coming up with this idea of like, oh, but he's not sharing anything with me or he doesn't want to tell me about what's going on with him. Why isn't he talking about his feelings? And so I feel like what you just offered us too was a beautiful way to practice that. Cause you're, I feel you on the backlog, the backlog of like, I've been holding this on you for three months and then now it's just this big, it's like a big tangled up thing underneath the bed and we don't know how to deal with it anymore. Yes. You know, that consistent checking in, that's, that's beautiful. What would you say if like, maybe if, if, um, some of the women on here, maybe their partners are not really used to that. Like, how would you say you would receive, like receive that invitation? How can we invite them into that container without it seeming kind of fixy or motherly? Totally. Yeah. Yes. I think one thing is well it's an equal game right because it's like there's a lot of women who don't share their truth and don't share the triggers yeah thanks for saying Um, that yeah 
but another thing too is to praise their sensitivity is a huge thing when a man feels appreciated he'll he'll rise you know men like to um in a sense rise to the occasion rise to the challenge you know a man that has a more masculine essence but when he feels criticized he's going to shut down and you know what I can speak from, from my own personal experience, and I feel like a lot of men can relate is, you know, you, you want to share your sensitive side, but you don't want to do it at the expense of being called feminine, yeah. which is like a deep cultural conditioning. Not that there's anything wrong with being called feminine, but being seen as weak mm-hmm. or sensitive. Yeah. Maybe feminine is not the right word, but weak or sensitive or, you know, not able to be, you know, the man for your partner, not able to be that masculine role for your partner. And when you feel like your sharing your sensitivity is going to lead to that. Um, a lot of men won't go there. Yeah, I totally hear that. Cause it's bumping up against what, what's been conditioned for so long too. Right. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's really good Intel here. Right. Cause on a biological level, it's like, how am I supposed to take care of you mm. while simultaneously being viewed as weak by you? Yeah. Yeah. Can we speak to that piece too? Like the wanting to take care of women or or their partner, like, Mm -hmm. you know, like oftentimes as women, we're, you know, we get into that kind of conversation of like men wanting to fix, which can kind of show up sometimes as like not so great. And we navigate that, but like, what do men really want in relationship? Like if we were just to simplify it and like water it down, you can go any direction you want to go with this. We're totally going to talk here. Um, but what do you see? And I know this is your opinion, your experience, you know, and, sure. and that kind of thing too. But like, what do you see as what men really desire or crave in relationship with women? Well, on behalf of all men, no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I, um, well, I can speak from my own perspective and generalize it. So I think a big thing is men want to be deeply supported in their purpose Mm. while simultaneously having a beautiful container of love and like having that incredible foundation. You know, I I think where a lot of people struggle in relationships is this feeling of sacrifice is this feeling of, if I get into a relationship then I'm going to have to sacrifice this. And I think Mm. some of the most incredible, beautiful synergistic relationships are ones where, neither of you have to sacrifice or, you know, it's nothing that's a big non-negotiable thing to where, you know, it would hurt your soul to be in relationship. And I think the more that we are in relationship where it actually feels more amazing to be in relationship and more supportive of our growth to be in the relationship, then we'll want to stay in the relationship. And I think when we're in a constant tug of war between one of our needs and another one of our needs, being in the relationship and not being in the relationship, then that's where things get tough. And that's where resentment builds up and that's where anger bubbles in. And, um, you know, I think the more that we hold space for our partner's highest evolution and our own beautiful synergy will happen. Um, and if it, and also if, you know, you're holding your highest evolution, your partner's holding their highest evolution and there's not a resonance anymore and you guys just aren't a match then that's where courage comes in. That's where either a conversation comes in to like share how you feel Um, or, you know, the relationship ends and, you know, maybe you guys revisit in the future. Maybe you guys find partners that are more aligned. Um, So yeah, that's just some thoughts. Yeah, no, I dig that. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I was actually, I was thinking about that for a second because I was like, 
What do you what do you believe relationships are about? I wasn't planning on on going here, but let's do this because I love that we're yeah I love that we're talking about partnership because this has come up a lot in this series. Um, yeah, what do you what do you believe partnerships are really about? That's a good question. <laughs> we're all exploring. We're um, all exploring. You know, I think partnerships are really about. I think there's so many layers to partnerships. There's some partners where they're good for like a season. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it reminds me of the quote, some, some things are good for a season, a reason, or a lifetime. I f- I'm totally butchering it, but. No, I, I kind of remember it actually being quite like that. Yeah. Yeah. Season, a reason, or a lifetime. It's so I feel like partner partnerships are like that. I feel there's some, some people that are meant to come in for a season and teach you some lessons. Some are like, yeah, reason basically is the same thing. And then, you know, there's those other special people where you know, they're meant to be in your life for life. Mm-hmm. And you know that, you know, you're meant to create something special with them and they're meant to really be there and evolve with you. And you guys are meant to see each other's highest evolution. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's just, there's so many different categories to it. There's so many different ways relationships can be expressed. And um, I think it also takes an incredible amount of discernment to know like, is someone supposed to be here for the season? Is someone supposed to be here for a lifetime? And I think a beautiful distinction we can make is infatuation versus love. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of us are infatuated or try and see through other lenses and try and, um, you know, I, I remember one of my relationships, my last relationship, I, I tried to see through so many different perspectives to try and make it work. I tried to watch another relationship video of how to fix this thing. And, you know, it was hours and hours and hours of that. And eventually I just knew it wasn't the right fit. Mm -hmm. And as soon as I gave that up, so much relief, Mm. so many incredible things happen. And the more that we let go of things that aren't meant to be in our space, we're able to receive the things that are waiting for us that are really exciting and juicy and, um, just ready to fill us with so much life. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm just, yeah, I'm just super grateful for my relationship made me really reflect on that. And uh, yeah, it's, it's some quick thoughts. I dig it. And wait, something that you just said there, I, I'm always like about like the micro of the macro, you know, I'm like, everything is a reflection of how it is everywhere, you know? And I love it. when you said that, like letting go so that we can let in the juice and the excitement and the energy and what is for us, I feel like that's just across the board. I'm like, when we are hanging on and controlling and fixating and trying to be in this tug of war with life, you know, I feel like it just creates so much more of the same. And when we can actually let go and embrace and allow in what we really want, you know, it's like, there's always mm. something, there's always something else for us, you know, it doesn't need to be controlled. I'd love to hear your take on that. Like, and maybe this is a message for men or for women, you know, and just like starting to release some of the, the ideas that we have about what feminine and masculine might be, or some of the ideas about how we think we need to show up, um, Mm. you know, to start releasing those masks. And I'm asking you this too, because I know that you've been in many different versions of yourself. You've reinvented lots. I was looking through your Instagram yesterday before doing this conversation with you. And I I saw a post. (laughs) No, I was really inspired by that because I, I really relate to that too. Like lots of just different, you know, we go through lots of reinventions and I think it can be really powerful to, you know, know when to let go and when to like reinvent and allow ourselves into that jiggle with life. You know what I mean? So can you yeah. speak to that a little Jiggle bit? Jiggle with life. 
<laughs> feels like that sometimes, doesn't it? <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so just speaking into some of the preconceived notions about like what masculine and feminine is. Mm, sure. Um, so for me, I believe as we evolve more, we're going to tap into more of our full spectrum. Um, what's the what's the word for this? Basically, just synergizing and harmonizing all parts of ourself, um, which requires a lot of radical transparency, looking at our shadows, and really being honest with ourselves. And you know, for me, uh, one of the things that I'm most devoted to is truth. So it's like I know that you know, more and more of myself is going to get revealed and more and more of myself, like you said, reinventions Mm -hmm. and, you know, being in a relationship where you can evolve together is beautiful. And to be able to hold space for each other's growth and hold space for, um, really what comes up. And, you know, for me, I definitely have a feminine side and my partner definitely has a masculine side. And I think that's beautiful and that's awesome. Um, you know, I wouldn't be who I am today without a deep level of sensitivity Mm -hmm. and she wouldn't be who she is today without some of her beautiful traits and characteristics. And and I think the more that we can honor the full spectrum of our partners, we can stop seeing it as so much of a masculine feminine thing, Mm -hmm. but also to stay connected to what is the core thing that drives your soul? Like, and maybe, maybe that'll shift for you. Maybe you'll be in a season of just like, do, do, do. And then maybe you'll move into a season of just total flow and chill out. And um, so I think, I think a beautiful thing is to just not put so much judgment on it and to just be yourself fully and let go of all the labels and preconceived notions and see what happens when you're just fully yourself and you express what feels best and most true for you in the moment. And I feel like that can take out a lot of the mental game. Yeah. Really just get you into what's here now, which is just you being you and your partner being your partner. If you're single, your people you mingle with being your minglers. And- <laughs> your minglers. Yeah. Can we just pause there for a moment and just let that sink in? Cause really I think too, like a lot of the women that listen to the show, they're really like go getters. They really want to do things in their lives and create things. And sometimes we can get caught in that idea of like, I need to get somewhere or when I learn this, then I'll be mm-hmm. able to do this or whatever. But really it's like, just you right now in this moment, all of it is perfect. And just showing up entirely as yourself is the, is the greatest gift, you know, truly yeah. to us, to ourselves and to everyone else as well. Yeah, I agree. I, I think also slowing down enough and being present enough with yourself mm-hmm. to really feel where you're at energetically, mm-hmm. like to feel, and, and this just takes a lot of awareness sometimes is when you're in a conversation with a, your partner or uh, someone you're interested in, feel where you're coming from. Are you speaking from the deepest place? Do you feel your heart's closed off? And then you could even ask yourself questions. What could I do that would open my heart a little bit more? How can I share more of myself with this person? And I think, I think that's a beautiful thing. And when we go based off being aware of how we feel, asking ourselves powerful questions, um, we can start to sink deeper and deeper into the more of the truth of who we are. And, uh, you know, in response to that, attract people who want the truth of who we are. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And we can feel that, you know, I think Mm. we can all feel that when there's that sense of like, and that's okay. I mean, we all have many, many layers. And I think it's a beautiful (laughs) thing too, when we can like share that with someone. Like I think we've been, I don't know if this, maybe you can relate to this too, but I definitely heard this in the sort of like dating communities and like all this kind of stuff. Like, 
oh, like, this is the best way to communicate to, you know, this, this, and this. And it's like, well, maybe you're really nervous. And maybe you just tell them that, hey, you know what, I'm actually kind of feeling a little bit present to some nerves right now. Like, you know, cool. And and that could create the intimacy and the, you know, the connection. So like, sometimes it's just acknowledging what's there. Like, hey, I'm actually super nervous talking to you, like, whatever, you know, that there's, there's always a gift in just being, you know, with that person. My gosh, I so relate to that. And I, what comes up for me when you say that is uh, thinking about some of the people where they have this fake authentic relating thing going on. And I, yes. I say this with like, I don't know, maybe a little judgment, but. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I have a little bit of judgment too. I have to admit we're both in a little um, bit of it right now. <laughs> it's okay. out in the open. It's out in the um, open. But that feeling of someone going through the motions of expressing themselves, but their mm-hmm. heart's not in it. Yeah. You know, Hey, when you did this, I felt, and. I'm not saying anything's wrong with that. But what I am saying is what's the most connected expression that you have? Yeah. And maybe that's, I'm fucking nervous right now and I don't know mm-hmm. what to say. Mm-hmm. And then that person's like, wow, at least you got to meet that person in a heart space. Cause when you're up here in your mental, that's where yeah. you're meeting them. Yeah, totally. And when you drop into your heart, at least they'll be able to drop into their heart and feel you. Yeah. And you know, for me, I would much rather, um, be received for who I am than to be taken in for who I'm not. And mm, you know, I, I, I think all the listeners and everyone would agree with that. Um, so yeah. Yeah. That's gold. I like what you just said there. That's really powerful. Yeah. Cause I mean, we, we, we know the difference between <laughs> engineered authenticity and not it, to me, it feels like the difference between um, like using affirmations to just operate on top of a lot of really intense feelings that you're not honoring versus like, mm-hmm allowing yourself to feel and then maybe using some affirmations too, you know, like that's cool too. But like that idea that we have to get it right. We have to have it handled. We have to say the right thing, all that kind of stuff. I think it pertains far farther than even just relationships, but like all relating in your business and everything. Like we're all feeling all that funky stuff and we love you and we just want to see you. (laughs) Yeah. And it's okay too. Cause if I were to look at myself, even in the beginning of my relationship now, like I'm a different dude. Wow. You know, like, like hand like 180 um and i think even my idea of what vulnerability was back then is different than how it is now like it feels different um so i think also you know give yourself space you know because even what i thought was being vulnerable and transparent back then which was but it's like wow like what you talked about layers Mm. and you know giving yourself room and compassion for more layers to to come you know you're not perfect we're not perfect but we are perfect Um, you know, we have, it is kind of a paradox, but, um, yeah, we're we're layers. And I think it's a beautiful thing to be in a relationship with someone where you guys can witness the peeling of each other's layers. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, you know, it peels, it peels, it peels. And then you hit a spot where it's like just pure souls connecting. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, like what I was just thinking of when you said that was, you know, it's also like giving our partner space to totally surprise us because we don't have each other figured out. We don't even have each other, ourselves figured out half the time. You know, those layers, the peeling <laughs> back of the layers, it's like, it's like we don't always know what's going to be underneath. So I feel like also giving mm-hmm. our partner space to, to like see them as pure possibility, you know, and pure just potential, you know, like not, not seeing them as this fixed object because we're not. No. You know? And that curiosity, I think, can come in through that, you know, like, oh, wow, like it kind of feeds more of that. I think 
compassion as well and like curiosity and like the container of like what is going to show up I have no idea what my partner is potentially going through or or feeling into and and I think that genuine curiosity can hold a really powerful space totally and I think another thing is too is you may not even be seeing your partner Mm, wow yeah you know because we have our own filters and we have our own Mm. um, traumas and we may be viewing someone um you know, I, I've had that experience with my fiance where I've, you know, saw and exp- like saw her through an experience of my own trauma, which I, you know, that comes back to personal responsibility and taking responsibility for what you bring into the relationship and what you bring to the table and honoring that and having compassion for it. But also realizing that, you know, once you move through that layer of emotion, once you move through that trauma, you could have a totally different experience, even being in relationship to your partner. Um, yeah. Or potential partner. So I think also, and here's just a good awareness piece. If you notice this in uh, your relationship or if you're single, just notice what are some of the common themes. So it's like, for example, if every single guy I go out with on Tinder, I don't trust, maybe that's a legitimate thing, or maybe it's like, where am I not trusting life? Where am I not trusting myself? And then maybe that same experience with that same guy could be totally different. Mm-hmm. Um, but that also takes discernment because there's, you know, you could literally just be running into people you don't trust. Yeah. But then also, <laughs> yeah. So like disclaimer. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, just be aware of like what the tendencies are and what the filters are and how you label people quickly. Um, that can just be powerful. And even those, like you said, the micro, like one micro shift in that could be a whole macro huge difference oh. in the way you relate to other people. Totally. Yeah. Thanks for that piece around the lens. That's so powerful. Hey, it's like if we're wearing rose colored glasses, everything looks rosy. (laughs) Everything is rosy until we take the glasses off or change them to yellow or green or blue. It's a whole different (laughs) ballgame. Yeah. Yeah. No, I really appreciate that. I think that's really cool. Um, What kind of work are you presently up to? I know you're coaching. I know you're working with people in all kinds of different ways. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Because I don't know a ton about what you do. Yeah, sure. So I'm actually like moving into a new phase of my business. Um, so right now I'm doing one-on-one coaching and I'm also launching a group program. It starts in early June nice. uh, and that's called Live Your Legacy. It's a group for 10 people. Wow. It's really all about uh, supporting them to live their legacy and not their limitations. Mm. And I think a lot of people are really committed to living into their perceived limitations and maybe don't even know it, um, but to have a container where you can be really supported and really shedding the layers and Uh, I'm excited to work with people who are on the edge of the diving board and are about ready to jump or just need a little push. And, you know, from there, I think so many beautiful things can happen and it can change a whole generation, a lineage of, you know, your family really just by how you show up and the legacy you want to leave. And um, I think the more that we can really get present to what is the thing I really want to share with the world before I die like what's the essence of my soul that I really want to permeate the world um, and and really get more committed to living that life. It will just be totally different. And I say that from experience because I spent a lot of time conforming. I spent a lot of time imitating. I spent a lot of time doing these things. And it, it's, it wasn't really until I, I dropped a lot deeper into my heart and really what I'm meant to share here that I was able to be a magnet for really awesome opportunities and things that I may not have presently been able to receive just based on how I was showing up and not being truly authentic to myself. 
Wow. Yeah. I feel you on that. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a beautiful program. We'll, we'll put the link to that in the show notes and stuff. So the ladies can check that out. Is it men and women? It's anyone, anyone, anyone who's committed. Beautiful. D- except for dogs. Like, dogs. Well, German I mean, shepherds are okay. <laughs> pit bulls. I don't know. What do you think? No, pit bulls are cool. I like that. <laughs> yeah. I, I really enjoy that though. Around the limitations, legacy versus limitations. Like, whew, yeah. I looped around limitations for enough years to know it's, yeah. easy, it's <laughs> easy to hang out in that. And Amen. yeah, I actually, somebody asked me, um, who was that? Oh, it was, it was Andy. Who's actually coming on the show as well. Um, Andy Gordon, he had said to me, he was like, if this is the last piece of content that you put out because you die today, are you willing to let like what you've put up, up to this point And this piece of content be, be your legacy. Like, is this what, what you're mm. up to? And I really had to sit with that. I was like, whoa, way to put the pressure on. But then I also was like, okay, like really though, everything that we are putting out there is that legacy. It's that, pe- that's, that's what people are, are going to remember us. It's what our grandkids are going to look at. It's all of these things, you know, and I really want mm-hmm. to live into that and in a very intentional way. So I, I love what you're up to in that way. I think that's incredibly powerful for us to just be present to as well. Like, am I living into the limitation? Am I perpetuating more of the same? Or am I really stepping into what I know I'm here for? Hmm. I I think even just to sit into the question of what, what would I love my legacy to look like? Mm. You know, what is, what is my heart's deepest gift to the world? And even sitting in those questions and really meditating on them, feeling into them, you can really get some powerful answers. Yeah. and uh, evaluate where you're at in your life and if you're living into that or if you're not and um you know then it's just awareness and choice from there mm. i'm gonna do that just so you know oh, cool. <laughs> yeah well i think there's a lot of conversation around like what's our purpose and how do i figure out my purpose 13 ways mm. to find your purpose 99 ways to know you're living your purpose like there's 99 ways to <laughs> <laughs> right and it's kind of like uh, i don't know i feel like we know that stuff from within not from facebook articles so much yeah yeah but it can be tough like i I get that too it can be really tough especially Mm -hmm. when you're layered up like you know heading into an alaskan winter Um, (laughs) (laughs) i like that that's good that's good Uh, but you know the more that we can just even be present with ourselves and be present to the question i think a big thing is just who would i be if i eliminated all distractions what would I love to do if I had no distractions? What would I be doing? Mm-hmm. And we can just gain deeper and deeper insight. And I think, you know, if any listeners are watching, if you want to get more insight into yourself, take 30 minutes a day and just be with yourself. Don't even meditate. Like just be with yourself and just see what happens. See what comes up. Um, I also really like sensory deprivation tanks, mm. like float tanks. Mm-hmm. Those are super cool. And uh, yeah, you can get a lot of insight about yourself in that too. Beautiful. Yeah. 30 minutes being no scrolling or (laughs) doing habitual things that many of us are doing in that time we would normally just be being. Yeah. I dig that. Mm. What were some other pivotal things that really were um, supportive to you or transformational to you on your journey? Oh my goodness. So many things. I think, I think one, one huge thing was vulnerability, like a huge thing. Um, When I was, maybe between the ages of like six and eight, I had um, a sexual experience with one of my best friends at the time, who was a guy. Um, and if you can imagine the amount of shame I felt within that, and the, nice. Um, <laughs> and the amount of 
it's just incredible. It's just real life. Real it's life. Just real. Yeah. Um, I felt so much shame, and I didn't tell anyone about that until I was. Oh my! Jesus. It's okay. We've had way funnier things happen on the show. I'm gonna kill this. I'm done with this. Okay. Um, so I had that experience, and when I was, jeez, um, and when I was about 13, I broke down in the car with my dad because uh, I couldn't hold the secret in anymore, and I shed so many tears, and I had so much guilt and shame, and you know, I think so many of us we carry secrets and we'll be in relationships and we'll still be carrying secrets and um, shame loves secrecy. Shame thrives off of secrecy. So the more that we're able to really express ourselves and share our heart and like fudge the amount of times that I've shared some of the scariest things has been quite a few and also really awesome and liberating for me. And I think anyone um, you know, find someone that you can trust and be open and willing to share these things that are really on your heart. Mm-hmm. And I think the more that we, we do that, the less we have to hide and the less that we have to hide, the more that we can offer ourselves. Because when you're trying to protect yourself, it's hard to offer yourself to anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's okay. Um, have compassion for your journey. And when the time is right, the time is right. And if the time is now, yeah. be honest about that. Um, so that's been a really pivotal part in just journey of vulnerability. And I think, you know, I've been really blessed to have some incredible mentors and people who have really shown me the way um, from, you know, right out of close to right out of high school, maybe a year out of high school, I, you know, got started to work for a really awesome mentor. And um, I've continued to, you know, I had it like a period in my life where I just worked for a lot of people that I used to look up to, uh, which was really awesome and transformative for me to just see how they showed up in the world. Um, and, you know, I think I'm in a season right now of really living my voice and living my truth. And um, that's been really beautiful and fun to navigate and also challenging at times. And um, yeah, what else? I, I think another thing has just been cultivating awesome friends and just being present with people and just um, really giving a shit about people, really caring about people, really actually wanting to know how people are doing. And I think that's a natural thing in me, but also um, has opened up a lot of doors for me. You know, I've been able to get in environments and rooms with people that I don't know if I would have, if it wasn't for me just being my innocent, just, Hey, what's up? How you doing? With no agenda, no intention self. Um, so I think, just remain curious. Um, be curious about people. Be genuinely curious. And a lot of the doors can open up for you. But don't do it with the intention to get a lot of doors opened up for you. Yeah. <laughs> it's the funny thing. Yeah. I love yeah. what you said, give a shit. I mean, that's been one of the things we, I think in probably out of 55-ish episodes, we've heard that on this show so many times because it just always comes up. Like, really give a shit. Like, you know, like actually, because like, really, it's not a numbers game. It's not any of that. It's just like, this is what we're here for is really connecting. And if we water it down enough, we can find it's always ends up in the same places like love, connection, community, Mm. support, you know, it's such a huge piece. Huge. One other thing 
I, um, my relationship, like, holy shit. That's been one of the single most transformative experiences of my entire life. It's been like a boot camp for my soul. And like, <laughs> I like that. Like touching some of my deepest core wounds while simultaneously experiencing more love than I've ever experienced, being able to be supported and in a container that's um, so committed to growth and truth and really showing up in your highest has been so transformative and uh, and having awareness of how I show up or getting reflections of how I show up um, has been a very powerful thing within the relationship and just learning how to love at a deeper level, learning how to, to really drop in and, and connect to really what's important um, has been huge. Relationships can be such an incredible container for learning and growth. <laughs> yeah. What would you say, like, like, hmm, what's the question that's in there for me? It's like, as you were leading into this relationship, maybe before it began, what were some uh, of the things that you really took on for yourself? So let me get clear about what this question is. Hold on. What allows you to go deeper with your partner? That's what I want to <clears> ask. What, what currently allows me to go deeper with my partner? Or are sure. you saying, yeah. Yeah, however you took it. Um, showing up and being myself and mm-hmm. showing my heart. Yeah. And not, and moving into, you know, there's, there's so many subtleties and there's so many things, but moving into the place of my highest growth, sometimes that looks like saying something and like sharing a part of my heart or sharing a perspective or sharing just a way that I feel which could feel terrifying at times, which, you know, could bring up traumas and all these things, but simultaneously like having the courage to connect in that way is a beautiful thing. And also knowing when not to say something, Mm. which is another beautiful thing. And something that I've discovered even deeper is knowing when I, when it's not time for me to share, when it's time for me to sit with the feeling Mm -hmm. and not look for like to just blurt it out and try and just get away from the feeling to really be present and sink into the feeling. Um, so that's been a beautiful new exploration for me and um, has actually led to a lot of incredible evolution and just integrating more of my own power and just my own, um, my own self-trust. Yeah. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. What do you I think also, Oh, sorry. No, go. But, um, I think also just getting curious. And I think within the span of my relationship, getting curious has been a beautiful thing. And really just, really just leading with love and really just showing my heart has been um, the best thing. And also, yeah, yeah probably the scariest part. <laughs> right? This is the total polarity. Like, it's the best ever and it's the most terrifying. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's exciting, though. Like, it's an exciting yeah. kind of care. Yeah. At least some of the time. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I was thinking about even just our biology and how we've been wired for so many years. I mean, I feel like a lot of us are entering into deeper relationships, deeper relating than we maybe ever have, you know, and that can bring up a lot of stuff. So it's totally okay to, you know, be in that process. I feel you on that. Yeah. Um, I'd love to hear like, you know, just, just to kind of touch on this too, is like the, 
what's happening in the world around men and like all of this different stuff with like the Me Too movement and all this kind of thing. What's, what do you want to see more of for men in the world? Oh, God, I love that question. I, I want to see more men really honoring who they are at the core mm. and really sinking into who they are at the core and not being afraid to show up as their sensitive, um, deep feeling, incredible self. And one of the things too is, and maybe this is actually good for some of the lady listeners to hear is, um, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, the more that a man is able to feel his own feelings, the more in tune he's going to be with you. Mm. And the more that he's actually going to be able to be present with you and actually feel what's going on within you. And the more that he's, well, the more that he's able to navigate those feelings in a really um, effective way. And the more that he's able to be with himself in a really effective way and to navigate those emotions and feelings, he'll have more emotional bandwidth when he's not constantly in resistance and fighting himself and fighting his emotions to actually be present with you. Because it, you know, if you think about it, sometimes uh, what I feel with a lot of men is there's a lot of tension, just inner tension consistently. And I think it's easy to notice sometimes, you know, if you're really present with someone, sometimes you can even see the sense of like inner, I'm holding, like I'm holding it all together, holding it all together. Totally. And I've been that guy and yeah. I'm sure a lot of other guys have been that guy. And You know, there's no need to hold it all together. Find mm-hmm. somewhere where you can allow yourself to be held too. Mm-hmm. find somewhere where you can allow your feelings to be expressed too. Because uh, the more that you allow yourself to express those feelings, the more you're able to integrate your wholeness and, uh, you know, find someone who will receive you for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I felt that one. I mean, we see this all the time. I I kind of have been exploring this whole idea of like, um, you know, when, when we see like road rage, for instance, or something, right. And it's never about the road rage. It's just, it's almost like an invitation to like, like, a, you know, when they let out steam or whatever, like out of mm-hmm. a pipe, you know, it's like, it's just letting out some of that steam, but it's just already present where a lot totally. of us are walking around with all of this pent up energy and this intensity, men and women, we're all doing it, you know, and just having spaces for us to start processing and releasing some of that backlog is so key for our ability to feel and be with people, be so with ourselves. Key. I so hear you on that. So important. I was actually going to ask you, what do you see for women? What would you like to see more of in the world for women? And I, I feel like there's probably going to be some crossover there, but if there's anything different, mm. what do you notice? Ah, so good. Um, be willing to lean into trust and emotional mm-hmm. connection. Um, know when to, no one to lean in, no one to trust. And, be aware enough to know whether it's just your resistance uh, and fear or whether you genuinely shouldn't trust someone. Mm. I think a lot of us are in the game of we'll rationalize our fear as, Oh, I can't trust this person. And this is a dangerous thing to say for me. Um, So I also just say, trust your intuition and trust your discernment. Mm -hmm. Um, Like take what I say with a grain of salt, but also just feel into you know, how much do you trust yourself mm-hmm. and also be willing to, in a sense, you know, if it's the right person, surrender yourself into another human being. 
that you're in a relationship with, which could probably be the most terrifying thing ever. And especially for women who I would imagine listeners of your show, there's a lot of go-getter women and a lot of things like that. And I don't think you have to abandon that part of yourself if that's true to your soul. And also, if you feel it would resonate to be able to give yourself to another human being and just, you know, merge with them and to fully trust them and to um, synergize together, then that could be a really beautiful invitation to lean into. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Beautiful. Mm. Appreciate that. I'm excited to see more from you this year. Same here. (laughs) What can we expect to see more of from you? Um, That's a good question. One thing that really inspires me right now is traveling the world and doing workshops and teaching and sharing and um, yeah, I'm coaching more. Um, so yeah, I'm really, really just excited. This feels like a really awesome big year for me. And I'm, um, yeah, just excited to share with everybody. Thanks Kyle. And I'm excited to have your lady on here too. So we're going to link up and (laughs) have a conversation. Yeah. Awesome. I'm excited about that. Yeah, me too. Me too. So, uh, we heard about your group program. Did we want to, is there like, I'm just going to, I'm going to actually just plug you here for a moment too, because I really enjoy what you put out on social media. I'm not browsing around in there as much as I used to, but I really, every time I see something that you put up, I'm like, it it stops me and has me think for a moment and just feel, Mm. feel into what you're saying. And so I feel like just to be surrounding our social media and having more men in our lives that are emanating that and curiously exploring life and, and doing the work and sharing that with people, sharing love with people is, is really mm. beautiful. So I'm just going to invite the ladies to just go and link up with you on social media and um, cool. start following what you're up to. And yeah, if they feel called to be in your program or do something like that, then to do that. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks. And I would love to hear too, if, you know, if you guys, any of you guys decide to add me on social media, I'd love to hear what you thought of the episode or what some of your big takeaways mm. was. Cool. Uh, yeah. That'd be amazing. Yeah. And the ladies are um, like total plug to the listeners. They're amazing. They are so amazing. Like I get emotional just thinking about it. Like they've been so supportive. They have loved this series so much. Just getting mm. to hear hear like a different perspective, you know, and like we all want to to understand each other better, you know. So I really want to say thank you for coming on and sharing your heart with us and sharing your life with us and some of your lessons and experiences. Mm. We really appreciate it. Yeah, it was my pleasure. It was so fun to be on. It's cool, right? I love podcasts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so fun. They're like, it starts out like a little bit selfish because I'm like, I just really want to like chat with these amazing people. And I also get to like amazingly give these out and share these with totally. people. So <laughs> that's so awesome. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. So we we was there anything I didn't ask you that you wish that I did or any points that we didn't make? Anything we want to mm. close out with or anything that you want the ladies to really take away from this episode or conversation? Yeah is, you know, this could be another podcast you listen to, and this could be another like little book that you read or a seminar you go to, and, you know, you get a a hit of motivation for a while, but I really want you to tune into where's the spot in your heart where you're going to find lasting inspiration. And I think sometimes when we use willpower and when we're like, yeah, I'm a go-getter, we'll have short bursts of motivation, but find the thing that your heart is just always saying yes to really connect to where's your lasting inspiration. And um, the only way to, ah, this feels really important to share for some reason, but the only way to integrate things and to heal is through love. We cannot heal parts of ourselves when we're saying, oh, that part's not good in me, or I shouldn't be doing this, or 
And it's not until we can love those parts and realizing it's just the child wanting love that we're actually able to, it's a paradox, right? Because to be able to change something, you have to be able to love something. And the more that we are able to love things, uh, the more things naturally shift. Yeah. Mm. Mic drop moment right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a, oh, I really, I felt that. I felt that one big time. Mm. Mm. Really good. I really appreciate you coming on the show. We always end the same way, which is a fill in the blank statement. You can, take oh, cool. it, you can take it anywhere you want to take it. Are you ready? Let's do it. <laughs> okay. If you truly want to improve your life, fill in the blank. Mm. Take time every day to really love yourself. Mm. As cliche as that sounds, I'll even get practical with it. Mm-hmm. What are things that you absolutely love to do that you haven't done? When's the last time you got a massage? When's the last time you went out in nature? When's the last time you spent time with friends? When's the last time you had an incredible meal? When's the last time you uh, gave yourself what you really wanted? And the more that you can give yourself what you really want um, on a soul level, not just like, you know, oh, I want to eat five pounds of chocolate today. Let me give that to myself. But (laughs) um, really tune into each day. What does my soul want? What do I really want? And then give that to yourself. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the relationships that you attract will be a perfect mirror for the amount that you've given to yourself. Mm-hmm. Love that. Yeah. We talk a lot about filling the tank on this show. Gotta like, fill, Gotta fill that tank. Gotta be, it's gotta be full. Overflowing, ladies. Overflowing. <laughs> That's the game that we're up to. Yeah. So good. Thank you so much, Kyle. Thanks for coming on the show. And ladies, absolutely share any insights, takeaways. I mean, like, I love what you said too about this could be just another podcast you listen to. And it could be something where like you take these insights and you literally act on them. So whether you reach out and share those with us and we witness you in that, or maybe you share it in the lady posse or you just take some action, even if it's just one, one little idea, one little insight that you received today um, to really just be in that, that practice of implementing it and, and being with it. Like yeah. I really get present to the statement, this is your life. Oh, yeah. Like a lot of a lot of people I think aren't present to that or don't slow down enough to realize like this is this is literally my life. <laughs> but like these these things that are happening externally, this is my life in this moment. And the only mm-hmm. the only moment that we have is now. And if the only moment that we have is now, then I probably shouldn't procrastinate to do these things two months from now if I really want to step into who I am now. Now. Mm-hmm. And um you know, realize every moment is the perfect moment to create a new moment. And, you know, we're able to drop the past when we forgive ourselves and really realize that every moment is the perfect moment to create a new moment. And every moment that we're alive and have breath, we have the ability to tap into a new moment. Mm. Yeah. Thanks for presencing us to that. Cause I felt that I was like, Oh yeah, this is my life. I looked around my <laughs> office. I was like, Oh yeah. Okay. Like it, it's that simple. Like imagine if we did that every single day. Totally. Yeah. So good. I, it was a good reminder for me too. So yeah. Yeah. It's always shared. We're always in the exploration. Nobody's got it totally handled here. Ladies, don't worry. <laughs> awesome. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Ladies. Thanks so much for listening. And we'll talk to you in the next episode. 